0: is a move right for you? Are you on the move? You're in the right place. With decades in the business and a caring heart, the Linda Ray team has experienced the ups and downs of the ever changing real estate market in Michigan. In this podcast, Linda shares with you what you need to know if you're in the market. Welcome to Table Talk, the podcast with Linda Ray. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Linda, Table Talk Tuesday, and I have a special, special guest. My special daughter Paula Ray Johnston. My one and only daughter by the way. <laughs>
1: Thank God. <laughs> I know there's
0: rumors I have more out there but I don't. No. It's just Paula, Paula Ray. Yeah. Johnston, married to Pete Johnston. Yeah. Hey everybody, listen, thanks for tuning in to our uh, table talk today on Tuesday. We're going to get real serious. I don't know if Paula and I can do that too much together but um we have a great subject today and what I wanted to talk about Paula is known as The agent everybody loves. I know our team is loved as well, but Paula's got a really, everybody says, I love to work with Paula and I just love your daughter. Paula, what is it that causes everybody to say Paula is
1: the agent everyone loves? Um, How did that become your title? Wow. It's a great, it's a great accomplishment. I take that with pride and, and, and true love. I think what a lot of it is, um, What I've been raised to love and engage with people Mm -hmm. and truly put them first before yourself. I am truly a servant is how I feel to God. I do am a servant to people and I want to serve them with the best abilities, knowing that I walked away. I've done all that I can do. Mm -hmm. Um, I treat them like their family and I want to be able to walk up to them at any event and be embraced and loved and know that they love their home that they've chose and that the experience was one that they will never forget. And gee, if people would only understand that that's how you really earn a
0: good living out there too, is is you don't have to do it the other way. Um, And so let's talk about the honesty and how does that affect our clients out there today? Tell us some of the stories that that we've gotten those remarks on. And how did you, again, did you earn that reputation? What do you do with, let's say, first time buyers first, Mm -hmm. and then
1: after that, buyers that have had good experience? Well, let's go here. Like you said, first time buyers. First time buyers, I love to have them come into my office, sit down, and really get to know who I am. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they'll say, I've already checked you out on social media. I've Mm -hmm. already, you know, know everything about you. But the nice part is, which is great. They can do that. And I think that's great. If you're going to do anything with them, I would interview people and want to know their history and what they do behind the back of the scenes too. So when you do meet them, you know, you're getting a true authentic person. And And maybe real testimonials. Yes. And real testimonials. So my biggest thing is I flip referrals, references and videos to clients and let them kind like look at those as well because those really speak volume when your client's going to say oh my gosh i've been through horrible experiences and this was the best experience and i felt they held held my hand through the whole process and i really felt she had my back and they do those on virtual videos too so they're authenticated right absolutely i you know when my buyers i ask them you know will you anytime will you just give me a line give me a line that you would indicate what you think of me in my service. And it's always, sure, I'll do it right now. Is this good? Is this what you need? Or you do a video and they're like, they're so happy, even though they go, I'm not a video person, but because it's you, I will do it because I want to share the experience that I had with other people, so they don't make the pitfalls that they had maybe the first round falling them, yeah. Or the the stories that they've heard from other friends mm-hmm. and family about mm-hmm. how the agent just you know never hardly communicated, how they really didn't understand the process they Call were finding. Well, you know, one of the clients said to me, and I you know I love DocuSign and I love all this technology and we love to embrace it. But when you send a contract and if you've done it once, maybe 10 years, 20 years, you're not going to remember everything the way it is. So if you sit six months ago, yeah, even six months ago, life is too fast. So you sit them down and you go through the whole process of what to expect. Mm -hmm. And I throw a lot at them at one time. I said, now we're going to do is I just put you in the pot and give you all of this recipe. Now I'm going to take it back out and we're going to give you the first five things. Don't worry about anything else. The next five things. And you keep doing that. So when they're done, I said, you should be highly educated enough to know and to describe this whole entire experience to your best friend or your sibling or whomever, because you know how it works. And at the end, I give them, I tell them there's a test and they usually laugh and I go, is there anything that we missed? Or is there anything that we can improve on? And 99% of the time, other than it might be to hiccup with a title company or timing or something like that, which is out of our control, Mm -hmm. they say, I've never felt so in control of knowing what the process was. Do you know what part of that is
0: for too? It's because they have learned to trust you and there. They don't feel out constantly. What don't I know? And what is she not telling me or what is she doing? So once that trust is there, they can kind of go back to work and relax. Absolutely. And know everything is going well there. What about the client that maybe has a lot of experience, but hasn't, you know, they last six months, things have
1: changed so much that they, um. they need that quick guidance. You know what? You just kind of like the biggest thing that I've learned from many mentors, many many mentors that I I listen to podcasts, people that I highly respect in business, um, in different different businesses, is the biggest main thing they said is listen, listen to your client, write notes, understand what their needs are. If you understand their needs, you will meet their needs and expectations, and you will get a great referral. One, two, you'll get them to the where they're supposed to be because you listened. A lot of people just go through the process and they do like this. And you're like, you've got to have the details. Well, They don't care. It's right. just
0: like get through it. But if you're an intuitive person, which you are, right, even the. And I think you'll agree with me that many times they give you a list and of what they want. <laughs>
1: it's nowhere near where they're going. <laughs> and it's
0: because maybe when they get looking, they didn't even know the other thing existed. Right. So it couldn't have been on their list, but it's like they walk in and go, this is it. And I look at them and laugh. I don't see that on your list.
1: Not even remotely. But one of my biggest things that my clients say is the way that even like I show a house and mm-hmm. or preview a house for them to because they might not have time and set that a second appointment for them in the evening. I'll actually go and vet it out and look at the things that are important like the roofs the furnace. I'm not an inspector, I'm not an attorney, but I try to give them as much guidance as I possibly can because we shift so many hats. It's an emotional, it's very um you're trying to work, raise your family, so you're trying to guide them through that whole process. So when you're doing it, you want to go, okay, I'm going to go preview this for you. Let me say the windows are in great shape, the basement looks good. This is one you should come see. And then there's ones that I say, you know what? I know from you and what I've learned about you and what your wants are, this is not something you want to waste your time on. And then we'll cancel it. Second appointment. Glad to show it to you, but, but it's your choice. Mm -hmm. But then I do a little bit of, you know, research on it. So I go back through them. I share the disclosures. I talk to the agent. I get some information. There's something on the disclosure. I don't understand, or it doesn't make sense. Or if there was a be dry, is there a, transferable warranty. Mm -hmm. Is there a warranty on the windows from, you know, Anderson or whatever company that it may be get all that information. So when they walk in the door, they can make a qualified decision on this home because they're going to have to make it fast. They're going to make it very quickly. You don't have a lot of time to think about it, but I always tell them if this, if your gut's telling you, this is not it, then you let it go because the right one at the right time will come in. And every time I say that, and they start to get a little discouraged, I said, trust me when I tell you this. Then when it unveils itself and you actually get that amazing house that fits your budget, your mm-hmm. wants, your mm-hmm. needs, it's not going to be perfect. Yes, you might do some tweaking on it, but it's the one that's the closest to what you had on your list that you really, truly wanted. Then you go, okay, this is the one you write on. This is the one that you'd be bold and write that appraisal guarantee, know what you need to do, order that inspection right up front. There's just so many processes that I have them do. So that we're prepared, so we go in there. We've got an amazing offer, mm-hmm. and you also biggest thing is agents, agents, agents. Pick up the phone and call and get to know that agent. If you don't know, him. ask the questions. Get your loan officer to call the the other uh, the other agent. Do all these things. I've got a whole list of things that protocol that I do, and I share this with my buyers. It is not just hey, you write an offer and it happens. It mm-hmm. doesn't happen that way.
0: Same thing with listings too, though. There's a, this that applies to listing a home. Too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there is so much to educate them on of what we know buyers are going to look for, what things can get them in trouble, what's mm-hmm. profitable, what's non-profitable. That's one of the biggest questions is what do we do and what what are we wasting
1: our time doing? Um, well, let's talk about it real quick, just about listings for a second. I know our team really, we, we go through quite a bit of information to get from them. So when we are standing there, we will know just about everything of that house, mm-hmm. or you can pick up the phone. So for example, we do pre-inspections to help make sure that we know that the house isn't good. Standing. No mold in the attic. Yeah. And, and if there is, take care of it and put it on the disclosure. Mm-hmm. Um utility bills. Man, it's like a huge thing because you want to know how efficient that house is. And if it's a lovely home and you like it, but then maybe there's things you can do to tweak it to get those utility bills down such as the window or maybe an updated furnace it tells you what the insulations are really like too. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's just so much that you do to prep it so that you have a win-win situation, whether it's a listing or it's a sale. Mm-hmm. And I love listings. I love to guide them through. Um, I just did, an amazing when I've done six transactions, I love these people. And we have such a good rapport and I see them in town all the time. And i watch their daughter grow from a baby till she's a teenager. It's amazing. It's just totally amazing to see the transformation of their family. You sound like them. you've been in the business a long time. <laughs> you know, I have been, And I just, and I love, I truly love my clients. I do. And I go by and it's funny because I'll leave like a little note in their mailbox or on their front door and just say, Hey, I'm just thinking about you. And they're funny. They'll say, that was so strange. I, I saw your car and I was thinking, I'm going to give you a call. And I said, you know, just to say, Hey, I hope all is well. Yeah. Is there anything you need? And it's not even about business. It might be, Hey, I need a painter or Hey, how are you just doing? Yeah. Yeah. Or let's have a cup of coffee. I taken a couple of clients out to lunch lately or past client. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just, just to sit down and have a conversation with them and say, Hey, what is your, what is on your docket for. Your next five to six years, because it's just also sharing their wisdom with me, Mm -hmm. especially when they're a little bit older. It's it's lovely because you gain their knowledge as well. Mm -hmm. Things that you kind of think about at each age. And then I love it when you learn every day, you should learn something new. Mm -hmm. And that's just maybe the person that I am. I just love to change someone else's life, change their life. But I want to be here. So I know, you know, that I've done all I can do. That is who I am. I I mean, on my Facebook, it says, but I think the first thing it says on there, I, I, I love people. And and it's truly that's my statement. Is I don't love always them. like them, but we love them. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. But you seem to work everything out. But it, it it seems like even the ones that might be a rough road ends up loving you, mm-hmm. and you love them down the road because I think it's just lack of knowledge. People not always sure to know that trust ability because some of them are tough too. They are some of my tough. Are. But you know what I
0: learned after a while they cave and they start trusting you because they're afraid to trust people them.
1: Well, down. I mean, I think we all feel that way. Yeah, I mean do. anything that you go to do, whether you're buying a car, kind of a challenge though, or going to the doctor or anything. I mean, you interview. This is the thing that really boggles me with with people. If you would go to to buy a car, you're going to go to multiple places. Mm-hmm. You're going to talk to. I don't know you, but I want to bless people with the right information. So if I'm looking for a car, I'm going to go to that dealership and find out the one that's knowledgeable. And that really earns that money that needs to earn Mm -hmm. that money. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean like the the underdog. I mean, the person that's really working hard and that's who I want to, I want to go to then, you know, same thing with a doctor. You want to go in there, you want to interview. So buying a house is your huge investment. Yes. So why would you not ask multiple instead of going with a neighbor friend or oh,
0: somebody that rates the lowest
1: commission possible? It's not about it's not
0: about that because you, you get what you pay for. You truly yeah, do. do. It would not that we charge any crazy fees. It's we, just, just- we don't charge anything more than any other agent out there. In fact, yeah. But the fact <laughs> the fact is is that, that that is true. I've I've asked some people, uh, you know, when they, they try to get lower too low a commission where you can't yeah. do a good job for nope. them. That in the long run it's going to cost them money because they didn't hire a professional. And let's talk about that just for a minute about the negotiation of the multiple offers and what um. that means. How is it going to cost them? We just closed a couple of deals. One yesterday mm-hmm. uh, in Oakland Township, mm-hmm. and we always make every make sure everybody gets through first. We don't slam dunk it.
1: Don't you share about a little bit what we do the first day? That's pretty amazing. yeah. The
0: first day, and then we go into that. A lot of agents want to see any brand new listing that's out there, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I don't find it a problem with the majority of agents to either share or if I see the the, the seller is going to get hit with 14 showings the first day <laughs> or 25 they just go open it up and that they know that from the list yeah. date that that's what's going to happen. We just open it up for two or three hours and we go sit there and we make sure that everybody does nice and plays well in the sandbox. Mm-hmm. And we get them through and sometimes multiple agents. I'll send one upstairs, one down, and one yeah. in between. So everybody gets a shot at it. It takes a lot of extra effort. And that's what the one yesterday on his testimony virtual said it's a lot harder work than I thought it was. I watched you.
1: I hear that quite frequently. And it took mm-hmm. four
0: days on that particular house. We could have given it to them the day one and they were so excited they would have signed it right but i said no 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 we wait we got several other offers and um out of several offers the four Mm -hmm. was the top contenders but we still did an open house
1: on sunday oh wait a minute let's talk about that because there was a question i had a couple weeks ago i put on um a video i did why Linda to you do an open house?
0: <laughs> because I work for the seller, the fiduciary, right? And I want to make sure when they go to buy a house, they're gonna pay a higher price too. And that I've done my job and I'm not a lazy realtor mm-hmm. and I'm an experienced realtor. Mm-hmm. And I'm I really am result-driven. Mm-hmm. And I try to treat their money just like it's my own or my family. Absolutely. And I owe that right to them to do that. So when I threw the open house up after having four beautiful offers, they really got $71,000 more guaranteed and closed it yesterday. And their check was $71,000 more than the other four offers. By taking
1: your time. By taking my time. Listening. Yes. Having the experience. Mm -hmm reading the signs of where it needs to be. See, that's the difference. Like when you're really interviewing people, I would say, what did you do the last four deals? What Mm -hmm. did you, not just your market strategy, what did you do to accomplish the homeowner getting what they needed to? -hmm. If I was, I would be really a tough person to, I would interview big time. Um, And just to know these questions, like one, what do you do? How do, what is this multiple offer situation? How does it stand out? Mm -hmm. And what, what is your strategy plan? And the bottom line is you have to have that you have to the experience and knowledge of knowing how to get that through, not just taking the first one. Cause the first one was pretty good.
0: It was over and they would have taken it because it was more than they expected, but I knew better. And right. again, I could have been lazy and just taken it and gone golfing or something. But but- I like,
1: I like the part that our team services, the clients, like the day it was listed, the one I just, I just did North of town in Rochester. Um, I knew there was like 25 showings that day from three until eight o'clock. So it was this week, right? Yes, it was this week. And we got way over asking great deal. We let it, it go back. And you made all the
0: agents happy and they felt good. Didn't they? I
1: played it fair, fair. I networked with them. I got the questions answered. If we didn't have them, we had most of it. And they were, I was like, pick up that brochure that's in our house. That brochure that's laying there in the home. It's not just pretty pictures. Uh -uh. It is stuff that is pertinent to you, the buyer to know utility bills, where the schools are, when the furnace was changed, the, the roof, dates of everything, everything not updates. just not just the disclosures, but everything things that's not in the MLS or on the internet, or all the upgrades that's yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. So you know, and I walk into, I would say eighty five to ninety percent homes, and there's nothing in the house. Mm-mm. I don't know, and I know not even in MLS, and I know that that homeowner had put money into the house because I can spot it out, and I'm so good at quoting because a new construction
0: experience, absolutely,
1: yeah. And that is the biggest thing, and I just go, wow, this. They're not doing a fair and justice to the seller because I don't know about you, but I just did a kitchen remodel. And I'm going to tell you something. If I had my house in the market, listen, I would list every detail that everything we did on that first floor of my home. And now we're moving to the second level, doing things to, you know, go through the house. Let me jump in there real quick, too, because even if it's listed on there, Mm -hmm. people don't
0: always read everything. Right. And I even noticed sometimes the agents don't pick up those brochures, even though we've made it blatantly clear on the oh, front. Yeah, exactly what this is information you cannot find on the internet. Mm-hmm. This is pertinent information to your buyers. Absolutely. So when you're there during that open house showings, not mm-hmm. just an open house, but showings, mm-hmm. and all those agents are coming through, we take the time to help that agent with their client. To understand these features.
1: Absolutely. And then we play fair. We totally play fair. So like the situation I had uh, 15 offers and I made sure that each one of the agents had their time with me to present it to me, give me the best of their best. Mm -hmm. And I don't play the highest and best game. I don't, I I'm just like, give me your best. Put your best foot forward. And what is that best? Talk about what What do you, What do we say is the best besides the best, price? I, I tell them, well, this is what the homeowner's looking for. They're looking mm-hmm. either for possession time. They're looking for an appraisal guarantee. Mm-hmm. They're looking, obviously, for a good price. Um, you know, the criteria that my buyer has shared with me, that my I'm sorry, my seller has shared with me, what their needs and wants. Okay, but you as an agent also share with them what your needs and wants are.
0: Absolutely. On that offer as who you're working with. Yes. What title company? what bank yes those things all count because we have a big list of yes, those absolutely. that we love to work with and we know they're honest yes absolutely and we have a, a short list of those that <laughs> we tell them that maybe perhaps we've had some bad experiences of the truth out of this right situation so let's look at all of those things as well we do have a fiduciary <laughs> right to the seller
1: I always show all the offers but what we want to do is make sure that we have the full deal presented, Yes, have a full package. I asked, this is one of the things I said to each one as they came in, Sunday night, we'll be looking at all offers. This was Friday night. I said, just know that we're going to go all the way through the gamut. And they have time to change their offer. And if I want. changed their offer. I said, but if your client wants to come back through on Sunday from the you know 12 yes. to two, during the, the first open house, I had two that day. If they want to come back through there, let them come back through and then, then submit the offer mm-hmm. because no one's going to look at it. And I told them right up front, this is what we want. This is what's going to happen. Um, I kept in contact with them. They called me. Everybody said, thank you for picking up. Um, like that's an unheard thing. I laugh. Yeah, I that's that our, job. Yeah, that's like, our job. That's our job. I love how you always answer your phone. <laughs> yeah, We're supposed to answer your phone. That's why we have phones. Um, so, yeah. So you go through and you, you vet it out and then we sit there and I said, okay, so Sunday night we'll review them or Monday morning, depending on what, what the client's needs were. And they decided they'd do it late Sunday night. So when we got done picking, um, a and B because we picked the winner and we picked the backup. Mm-hmm. So I always tell the other agent, I emailed each each agent individually and I actually mm-hmm. had the purchase agreement signed so that the buyer would know there was full acknowledgement because mm-hmm. me as a buyer's agent, that I, I mean, you wait days, week. And you don't get a response and you don't even know. Then all of a sudden you see a pending like, oh, that was nice. And no phone call back. To me, the rapport needs to be a little better than that. A lot better than that. Uh, Networking. If you want to ever get a deal across the table, you better start talking, man. Uh You
0: better start talking. And text me when you email it so
1: that I know it's there. Good communication. Mm -hmm. Well, first, that tells me a whole lot about how you're going to be through the whole transaction. And that's something I share. Like, If all the paperwork's not together and it's piecemealed or it's not correct, that's red flags right there. Mm-hmm. So when you sit down and you make an offer, or you're going through it with your client, you're saying this is what's here and these things are missing. And then like, well, most people say put it aside then because it's not even something I want to consider.
0: So this in a nutshell, folks, 50
1: people touch your
0: deal before it's actually on the closing yep. table, at least 50 to 55 people. Yep,
1: the day from listing to the day you actually get to the It's table. not as
0: easy as it looks. Mm-hmm. It can be ran through quickly, but did you leave anything on the table? Did you get in the middle of the deal and they had buyer's remorse because they were pushed too hard and thought that they didn't have enough time to rethink it. Well, we don't want that to happen to you. So if you're thinking about buying a home, if you're thinking about listing a home, interview at least three agents. We would love to be one of them. Compare notes. Uh, We have other things that we'd like to share with you. We're actually doing, or I'm doing a uh, speaking engagement several this month, but I'm going to be doing one for the seniors at an optimist club, but Mm -hmm. we do make those out. And I specialize very much in seniors and seniors is 50 and up anymore to, (laughs) to me. So, um, I stay 50. I don't I don't think I ever age, but the fact is is that that I do, but I love to work with the seniors. I love the patience that's required with senior seniors. Mm-hmm. But I also love working with with the seniors whose lives a lot of them are retiring. And they're so full of life and ready to go. Oh yeah. And if they're moving out of state, we have agents out of state to Absolutely. to take care of your business for you. David's moving to Florida this yeah. week. Congratulations. He, now they get to move on to the next chapter of their life. Yes, and he is going to be taken care of and lead up our our, uh, agents in Florida. Correct. Mm -hmm. And we have eight eight agents down there that is seasoned, 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 experienced, licensed, of course. And I cannot go to Florida and sell you a house in in all good good, uh, consciousness, knowing that I don't know that much about Florida as much as I have. Travel there. I still don't know how to keep you out of trouble there. But David's going to get his license and he's going to be guided under the professional teams that we have and teach him the ropes as well down there. The other thing we want to do before we sign off quickly here um, is to talk about real quick. What's coming this summer? We got a little fun thing
1: for oh, everybody. Oh, a lot of things going on. Well, let's see. Um, this upcoming May seventh, this upcoming weekend is the farmers market. We'll yes. be down there passing out the lovely bags to the first five hundred, and we're so lucky that we get to do that with the DDA every year. It's kind of a kickoff to say summer is on its way. And there's another color contest in there. And
0: there's a the color contest downtown well. Rochester, and there is some really nice prizes being given away. Yes, and only five hundred entries this time. Yep, exactly. So that's really good. But also. The innovation park which i talked to um this
1: is going to be so the much right fun.
0: departments today to get our certificate of uh for the innovation park this summer i don't have the date just yet but okay. stay tuned for they're the working date. on that It's far you're going to get a professional free photo of your furry friend whatever that might be um uh, a
1: isn't, bunny isn't it going to be dog? Fun? a cat a
0: hamster i don't know a furry friend so you're going to get a, you're going to get a professional <laughs> photo and the money is uh it's free so the money that is contributed all donations mm-hmm. we will be giving to the Humane Society, and I do have someone to match that. Isn't that exciting? That's so great. stay tuned. Our website, LindaRayTeam.com, keeps you up to date with everything that we're pulling off for the summer, and we have a lot of good things. Much, much more. Oh, Movies in the Moonlight. Oh, Movies in the Moonlight will be in July. Oh, what you. is that? Corilla. Cruella DeVille. DeVille. <laughs> and that's going to be a lot of fun. And I think
1: I think I heard Cruella DeVille might even show up. Yeah, she's going to. I'm sure sure. she is.
0: She promised. And I don't know if we could find Dalmatian dogs or not. We have stuffed ones, but if we... If you have a Dalmatian dog, please bring them. Yeah. And uh, movies great. in the moonlight is going to be a lot of fun. We have about a thousand people that show up to that every.
1: It's just a great time to, time to meet all your neighbors in your community at the farmers market in the parking lot and bring your snacks and your lawn chairs and have a great evening with everybody.
0: Yeah. Pray for no rain that night. Yeah, everybody, whatever no night that's going to be. I don't have the date for that either, but stay tuned. So, bye everybody. And if you have a conversation of uh, a subject rather that you would like us to talk about whether you want us to get a professional uh, in that subject to talk about or any of our team members or a particular subject for mm-hmm. us, we'd be more than glad to do that for you. So you can always reach me at 248-709-3786. And Paula?
1: Um, 248-770-8661. And thanks again for trusting us with your business. Yes. See you later. Bye.
0: Thanks for sharing your time with us. If you got something from this podcast, please share it with your friends and everyone you know. Tune in next week for another episode of Table Talk, the podcast with Linda Ray.